Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, your host, Katie Indy Crow. Today, we are going to have our October astrology report. October is a special month because it is one where we become more aware of the veil. Whether you celebrate Samhain or Halloween, this is one of those moments where a whole lot of us are drawing our attention to things like the other side and the spirit world. Because of where we are at in our planetary journey, we are also having a thinning of the veil because of what's going on astrologically. So today in this astrology report, I'm going to talk about how the planets like Pluto and Mercury and the eclipse are going to help us come into a more clear communication with ourselves. And I'm going to celebrate how, just like we see the veil shifting uh, with Samhain, we are also seeing the veil shift within and around ourselves. This is one of my favorite months because I spend so much time in the other worlds. And so come on in for the astrology and a little bit more stories about what it is like to do these journeys. So excited to be back delivering another one of these again. Welcome back to Crow Medicine, friends. I am so happy to be here with you. It's me, Katie Indy Crow, and I am back from a journey between the worlds. And I am very excited to deliver this astrology report and the rest of the material that I'm going to be talking about in this podcast through the month of October because I have decided that we are going to go full into this whole idea of the veil, the other worlds, and really exploring that part of our existence because it is a huge part of what I do on a regular basis. And so I have a lot of stories about what it means to be in the underworld and what it means to be on the other side. I know that more people are experiencing things related to those journeys than realize. And I think it's time that we start talking about it in ways that is grounded and safe and realistic and fun. Because as you're going to learn throughout this podcast and the rest of this month and your journeys in life, and maybe you've already figured out the underworld and the other worlds are not just the land of the dead. They are also the land of souls who are in transition. There are a lot of people who are operating in their physical human bodies as only just one little tiny part of their soul. And one of the main things that causes humans sorrow and pain in their lives is that they're not aware that that's what's happening. So there are parts of their soul that are stuck in other realms or other parts of the universe trying to unify with their soul here on earth. And they can't do that because (laughs) there's been a huge veil placed on the concept of soul and a huge veil placed on the concept of how to care for yours and a huge veil placed on conversations about it. And so I understand even going this far that some people listening to this podcast may currently be uncomfortable. That is a sign that part of your soul may be stuck somewhere. And why that matters is because when your soul is not unified, that allows you to have energy drains. It allows you to have emotional drains, but more specifically, it allows other beings (laughs) and other realities to benefit from your separation from yourself. And you can stay tuned from some more specialist podcasts where I talk about what that means. I don't want to go too far or get too spooky up front. I know that there are people who are going to be hearing what I'm saying. 
for the first time. And there are some people who are participants in this other realm and know full well because you've been working on healing your soul aspects and understanding the journey back home to yourself. This is what I'm a specialist in, in terms of sessions and, and also in terms of teaching people how to fix themselves. And it's not all scary. It's not all about, you know, being in terrible realms or being in faraway places. Although some of us do experience that. And that's a source of some of our really hard to understand behavior, which I'll circle back to when I talk about the astrology of this month. In other ways, there are just parts of ourselves that are waiting to be unified with us and brought back home. A lot of positive things have happened in the universe in the last two months. I haven't been able to deliver my astrology reports as I normally do because I've been participating in them. You keep hearing people, me included, talking about there being a major harmonic transformation occurring and that there would be big waves of awakening where people would be having more connection with themselves. Well, specifically what we meant was that the harmonic adjustment on earth, which has been happening and is occurring, you probably have been feeling different the last month or so, has, and as well as a whole lot of people have just been making individual personal changes. I know I see it in the world around me. You know, you heard me last season laugh a little bit about lessons in life that I was learning from being a hockey wife. And it was a rough year last year because of just energy and people being unaware of it. And, you know, this is not a trash talk. This is just an observation. What I've noticed this year is that as more people connected to the team, because it's the same people pretty much, um, minus a few, as more people have become aware of how energy works, just because, just by virtue of having adults being aware of what negativity does, of what trash talk does, about what losing focus does, and about like what they can do as positive contributions to the team holding space. Like the energy of the team, the energy of everything that's happening is completely different. And it's not because it's bad people turning to good people. It's good people becoming even more aware about energy and the power of even just a few of those people being around completely shifts the tone of everything. And that's a big step towards how positive change is going to happen in the world, right? It's like the more and more of us who become aware of energy and the more that we realize that we can be anchors of positivity wherever we are and that in a few words here or there, we can redirect the flow of a teamwork activity or something that's happening from going down the drain and losing and losing focus into something positive and successful. This is also another part of the veil, right? The more that we become aware of our soul, the more that we become aware of energy, the more that we become aware of the fact that it's everywhere around us and not just like hiding somewhere off in some random corner of our house, the more that we begin to feel successful, happy, and grounded in this world. If you remember at the beginning of this podcast, one of the things I said is that there is a veil about how souls operate and sometimes we feel very uncomfortable in this world well one of the main reasons we feel uncomfortable is you know our vibration just is a little bit low and or we're not doing the things that we need to do to take care of the sacred part of ourselves. and so the example that i just gave about the people making such a rapid positive change and and i know it's because they're listening to this podcast and because they're doing this stuff so a shout out to all of you I hope you know that what you're doing is making a radical difference for everyone around you. And I hope that you feel empowered to keep doing that in your life. <laughs> it, it really is an amazing thing. And all of us have the capacity to do that for ourselves, for our families, for our communities and for the world. But that's also a huge weight to carry. So I want everyone else to remember every single person that it's not our job to fix other people. And that's also part of the veil. 
in our social relations and in our communities and in our spaces, uh, there are imbalances. And this is a theme that we have been exploring throughout this year with Venus and Pluto. Venus and Pluto are going to come forward again this month. And I think that as this journey has been happening, the steps to awareness, like I've been giving in the example, are happening. And I feel that as we move through this month, October, people are going to see more and more the grounded impact of what is a positive contribution, what is a negative contribution. And in some cases, where there is interference happening from negative energy, either from a person that we're dealing with who is just consistently a negative source, or potentially negative energy from something that doesn't mean us well, that is either disguising itself to pretend it does, or is pretending that, well, is pretending that it has something good to say for this world. There is a lot of manipulation that happened and does happen and is happening in the spiritual world. And it is becoming less and less and less and less in this last decade because uh, we have been dealing with proactively shifting it out and it has been a positive transformation. However, October, November, December, for people who are perpetuating that negative system, for people who are participating in it, is going to hand, it's not going to feel very nice. The tides have turned on this planet. And, you know, there was a time where we all know that being an a-hole and being greedy and um, stealing other people's energy and resources was something that was successful and was applauded. That's becoming viewed more and more and more in the true depths of what it actually is, which is destructive, negative. And we know that as we become more conscious and aware of how this works in our own personal lives, in our social circles, we so too change it in the world. Part of being who we are is carrying the weight or experiencing the benefits of what we create. And so October, November, December and beyond you know, one of the things that people who are in the light working community used to talk about was bifurcation. And we started this in like 2018 and it's called the separation of the worlds. And so in some ways, worlds are aligning and things are shifting and changing. In other ways, worlds that are destructive and dangerous are being slowly kind of energetically bracketed so that people who are doing that, you know what I mean? We can't control what people do, but we can create spaces where they're not going to be able to destroy the rest of our lives. The next 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 years is about positive change. It is about sustainability in a non-politicized sense. It is about self-connection and planetary awareness. And it's about releasing the veils in a very positive sense. And so the rest of this podcast, what I am going to talk about is really how we are going to be dealing with that <laughs> in, in an astrological sense. and. Um, yeah, I think what I'm also going to say is that through the rest of the month of October, people are just going to become more and more aware, I feel, of their spiritual selves, of their souls, and of the ways that they are active in this and other realms. I did start this podcast off with a conversation about soul sparking and souls making their journey. A lot of people think about October as a month where we're only dealing with the dead, and we are only dealing with people who are gone or creepy entities from the other side. Um, <laughs> oh, that's like my everyday life. Um, but but um, this October and November and December, for people who are ready, this is a spark of a huge wave of awakening. And so the bifurcation point is, you know what I mean? If you're participating in the hurting reality, then you're just going to get hurt and you will learn. 
And if you're participating in the awakening and the reconnection and the grounding and the life, then you're going to live. All right. So let's dive into the October astrology. One of the ways that I like to look at October is the beginning of a great journey. And one of the ways that we know that that is probably a thing is that on October 2nd, Mercury goes direct. And when Mercury goes direct, what that means is that we are going to begin moving into a new phase of communication, connection, and grounding who we are in ourselves. Remember that Mercury isn't just about communication. It's also about the journey, the experience, and the path. And so a lot of people have been making changes in the last year or so in their lives. A lot of people have been perhaps thinking about starting a journey of transformation. This is going to be a very good moment to begin that. And later on in December, you will learn that on December 21st, 2022, we have a Mercury event, which means that bum, 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 Mercury is going to be highlighted, at least for the first quarter of 2023. And so beginning to get ready for that now or launching right in or even just rededicating to the awesome changes you are already making is going to be really good right now. Now, before going any further, I'm going to give a shameless self-plug, and that is that one of the things that I have been doing in the last couple of months is perfecting a book and releasing a brand new learning experience, a course that you can take at my school, Indie Girl Academy. And so the course is called Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection, and the book is called Soul Compass. And so they are related to one another. Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection is the methodology that I created where you learn to create a safe and happy and grounded experience of the soul body connection here on planet earth. And so that's about raising your vibration. It's about learning how to hear and heal your soul. And it's also about learning about discernment and ways to recognize what is going to be a good thing for your life or not, as well as is this a good influence or not? And other questions like that. Now, I'm not going to turn this astrology report into an advertisement, but I will say this. What I put in Soul Compass, the book, which is the abridged version of the course that I made so that anybody could access it and take it with them anywhere they go, it's filled with tools that you can work with to ground your journey in your highest harmonic self and in true connection with your soul form. One of the things that you will notice is that in the spiritual community, there is not a lot of talk about the soul. There is not a lot of instruction about getting to know ourselves. And that is because, my friends, there has been a veil on it. And one of the things that my teachings intentionally do is to remove that veil on yourself and to promote self-efficacy and self-communication and self-connection as the basis and grounding point of everything we do. Just like with the example with the hockey parents, even people who are already communicating and connecting to themselves benefit from taking the learning experiences that I offer because they are cutting edge. And so I will link Soul Compass here. I will link Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection here. And it would mean a lot to me to see people come and sign up for these programs and support me and support themselves. They are an excellent journey. Having said that, let's move. Oh, and by the way, thanks to everyone who has purchased the book. If you decide you want to come join the program, I would love to have you. But also just anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, because I know it's podcast people that did, and I really appreciate your support. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you. Moving forward. October 5th, we have a conjunction of the moon and Saturn. 
So that's revisiting the Saturn form that we've been working on ever since like December 2020. It's getting more and more pure when Saturn comes into play. I think you're probably noticing that. People who are experiencing the harder harmonic of Saturn at this point are probably recognizing that Saturn can come with a trickster energy when it's operating on that lower vibrational format. And so finding the ways to raise your harmonic and connection, well, you can learn how to do that by taking my courses, is something that is going to really benefit your life. Come back for future podcasts because we'll keep talking about it on October 6th. Mercury, our friend Mercury, is at perihelion. At the October 7th, the moon is at Aphelion. On October 8th, we have Mercury is at Dichotomy and Greatest Elongation West. So October 2022 starts off, like I said, with a dedication to the journey. We have Mercury going direct on the 2nd. We have Mercury at Perihelion on the 6th. And then we have Mercury at Dichotomy on the 8th with its Greatest Elongation West. Mercury being this close to the sun and then, you know, its relationship to the planet Earth, what we're seeing is an opportunity for Mercury to raise its harmonic and us to raise our connection point to it. And so if you are a person who has been experiencing communication difficulties or a person who has been working on refining your communication, these are wonderful days. And in particular, the first week to think about calling forth your highest harmonic Mercury connection and to refine what it is that you would like to learn about yourself. Is it grace that you're trying to bring into your communication, a more loving tone, a more direct tone? It's up to you to define the path of what each planet brings to you in every part of its cycle. And that, my friends, is the point of intention setting. And it's also the point why I go through these planets in the depth that I do each month. So just take what works for you and don't ever feel pressured to do something on every single alignment. One of the things that you learn as we go along, or we all learn evermore, is that this is a beautiful conversation between us and the cosmos. And one of the best parts of astrology is just realizing which parts of the cosmos are coming up so that we can get ready for the terms of the conversation. And that way we are able to have one that we are excited about. And that's all about getting into that higher harmonic positive connection with yourself, with the planets, and with this universe. Now, on the 8th, one other thing that's happening is we have Pluto going direct. If you remember back in January of 2022, we had our moments. Well, actually, it began in December 21st, 2021. We began our Pluto Venus thing. And I've talked about this a lot ever since it started. And really what that meant is that we were moving through our whole year and a half once we went into the Venus and Pluto nodes. So the Taurus. Ooh. Taurus Scorpio. I was like, what? Pluto? Scorpio. Duh, Katie. Duh. We went into the Taurus Scorpio nodes. Um, well, what we said was that was going to be a lesson point for the next year and a half. And that's kind of how the nodes work, right? They set the tone. So where the dragon sits, it's what the tone is going to be and what we're working out in our cosmic story. And so in our cosmic story, for this whole year and a half, we're really dealing with the journey to the underworld because in many ways, Pluto and Scorpio represent that. And like I have said, I believe that Pluto and the underworld are misunderstood. And I think that I am in a pretty good position to say that because I spend a lot of time dealing with where people can't see what's going on. And and in many ways, that is what the underworld is considered to be. One of the things that's going to be exciting about Pluto going direct, I think, is that some of the 
veils that have been put in place. And sometimes we put them in place ourselves because we're not ready to see something. Sometimes they're put in place just like um, Halloween Town, for example. <laughs> and yes, I'm referencing Halloween Town. If you notice in Halloween Town or many other Halloween movies, there's a veil between the worlds and that veil exists to protect people and energy of the other worlds from one another. And so one of the things that is important to think about here, it's not necessarily that we're going to have a war between the worlds. That basically already happened. Um, and that was really scary, but we're good. We're good. We made it through. Uh, what's happening now is that whole lot of souls and soul fragments and soul pieces that were caught up in some things that were going on and or that people have just been learning to call for themselves have been on a journey. And so have you been having dreams where you are running through fields or you are moving through transit system like on an underground tunnel or you are in a bus or a subway or a train? That is an indication that you have a part of yourself that is traveling home to yourself and there are things that you can do to bring yourself home. Signing up for Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection will cover overall, like basically all of them. And I'm not going to continue belaboring the point. I made the programs and the books so that anyone could look at them. And as I move forward, instead of trying to overteach, which I have done for the last year and a half, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and, and and indicate those things that are there and and give and just keep moving forward. And so in the case of Pluto going direct, a lot of people are going to become aware that they have parts of their souls that are ready to integrate with them. And so if you're having dreams that are nightmares and they are scary dreams, that is a sign you are in a lower harmonic realm or a lower harmonic part of yourself is stuck somewhere. And that just means you probably have a soul wound that's related to something that happened in this or another lifetime that has been holding you back. And so this is where energy and starting to deal with energy proactively starts becoming recognized as important. When things happen to us that shatter our sense of reality or safety, they leave a part of us behind in some cases. And that can happen in terms of getting sick, being shot, like all the all the gambit of things that can happen in a life. Our souls are fragile and our souls get scared and they go through a lot of things. And so it's just like a little puppy or a kitten who has been left outside too long or your inner child self. Part of the reason why people rage out or their extreme emotions or they're all over the place or they have the self-defeating tendencies is just that they have little parts of themselves that they forgot to like take by the hand and bring back home. And Pluto going direct in the next few months is going to be all about finding those parts of ourselves and bringing them back home. And for the light worker community and the caretaker community and the people that come here for that, you know, my friends, there are parts of us who have been holding on to things for a very long time and holding up for a very long time and it's time to take a rest and it's time to recharge and rejuvenate and take care of yourself. I know one of my friends who is also a teacher has just been on, she's agreed to take six months to heal herself and her vibration. For me, it took quite a few as well. And realizing that we've been through a lot and that we need to heal too, or else we risk passing on the things that were negative to our clients and our students and our families is a reality. And so that's going to be one of those ones that a lot of people are going to start learning, I think, because Mercury and Pluto coming together, we are going to see the great parts of ourselves and the parts of ourselves that are beautiful, birthing, creating. We are also going to recognize the things within and or around that are not doing that. And not everybody has parts themselves that are destructive or horrible or terrible because we've fixed them. So don't go looking for or creating problems where they don't exist. This is, if you're not 
dealing with all this other stuff or you have fixed yourself by now or are in a constant process of fixing yourself as things happen and keeping yourself in good energetic shape, you really get to experience the now for what it is, which is a miraculous moment of discovery, birth, creation, and change. Congratulations, and I hope you're having fun. So on the 9th, Mercury continues. We have Mercury at the highest altitude in the AM sky. We also have a full moon in Aries. If you've been paying attention to the astrology reports all year long, you know that Aries, Mars, Uranus have been on a journey. So on, I'll, we'll come back to that later on this week. On the 10th, Mercury enters Libra. More Mercury. You hear all that? On the 12th, we have a close approach of the moon in Uranus and a lunar occultation of Uranus. Those are happening in Aries. Every single month this year, except for I think one or two. And in those two months, there was one had a lunar uh, close approach and one had the lunar eclipse or lunar occult, sorry, of Uranus in Aries. So it's been happening in every sign. And what that means is that the masculine energy framework has been receiving healing and an upgrade. And in particular, the at war or the been abused or um, toxic masculinity parts that aren't necessarily natural to masculinity, but are just like the resonance of an accumulation on the DNA archetype. We've been healing that. And so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about that, I'll link a little thing, um, healing your Mars experience. That's a very positive thing that you can work with to hear more about the DNA stuff. And I do talk about it in pathways. So on the 14th, close approach of moon and Mars continuing the healing of the Mars archetype. And then on the 15th, again, conjunction of moon and Mars. So on that week, so the first week you can see we have Mercury, 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 and then a little bit of Pluto. And the next week it's Mercury, Mercury mixed with Mars and the moon. <laughs> and then, so the next week after that, on the 22nd, uh, we have Uranus or sorry, that's not Uranus. That's Venus. We have Venus superior solar conjunction. So returning to my con conversation about Pluto and Venus being key this year, we have Venus coming into play just after Pluto went direct. Isn't it beautiful how they work like that? So Venus is, again, that cosmic flow, cosmic love energy that has been sparking the harmonic upgrade along with Uranus all year long. Venus is a planet to which I give and receive a lot of love. And so I just always recommend that people connect to Venus and say thank you because Venus is really represents the, what goes on and behind the veil to get everything done. And part of what I'm going to talk about in this month and in the coming months is a little bit more about that story because I think it's all right and it's safe to do that again. Venus and I guess what people re re realize is the feminine archetype or feminine energy of the archetype has been carrying a lot of weight in these last few years. And, you know, part of why I went quiet in the last couple of months is because I had to go to the place where basically the feminine archetype was murdered. And that was in Pennsylvania and Delaware. And I mean, it's happened in other places too, but just there was a really bad set of ex experiences that happened between New York, Pennsylvania and Delaware related to um, colonialism and a couple of like the battle of Pontiac, but also what happened Oh, just to a group of people that were like really pure people um, who basically got murdered by a drunken, angry mob of people who were recently immigrated from the Ireland and the UK, which was really hard for me to hear because you know how much I love Ireland. And, you know, going into that energy scape and releasing those souls that were still stuck there and realizing that, you know, this energy remains in part veiled because we don't talk about the true history of what happened. And so, you know, 
violence happened on a lot of different fronts in the case of the example that I worked on this summer. And that included, you know, Pontiac attacking Pontiac and their people attacking a, a group of settlers and a major scalping happening that opened a gate to hell at the bottom of Niagara Falls, you know? This is the kind of thing that I was working on and come back for the story later. <laughs> it, it was interesting and fun and not fun all at the same time. You know, people wonder why there's so much crime. People wonder why there's so much hatred. And part of why all this stuff happens and layers on itself is that it just accumulates because we have been ignoring it. And I don't mean I have been ignoring it, I, but it's been ignored. And part of why it gets ignored is because it's hard to deal with. And Part of the Pluto going direct thing and part of the journey through the underworld and part of visibility is to see that, as I always say, just because you ignore it doesn't mean it's not there. And that's very much the case with energy. And so I've been hauling ass through America <laughs> for the last couple of years, intentionally going to these places. Then the land calls me there because the land wants to heal, you know, and I have an allegiance to anybody who has protected the planet and anybody who has died in the process of that, which some of these people did. And so for me personally, this was one of the hardest jobs I've ever had to do. Um, going and seeing what happened to the Susquehannock people and what happened in that region and 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 actually feeling their individual pain and living through the attacks of the energy that was still there that then also tried to hurt me in this reality was really difficult. And, you know, it's been frustrating because I used to, yeah, it's just been frustrating. And I know that we're doing it and we're going to keep doing it. And a lot of positive changes happen. And if you want to see the evidence of that, compare where we're at now to where we were last year at this time. So continuing on after I have had my, my honest Venus moment, Saturn is also going to end retrograde that day and go direct. So we're going to have that powerful, peaceful, awesome Saturn come forward evermore. So that, I guess, is actually on the 23rd. Uh, so Venus enters Scorpio on the 23rd. So Scorpio can be one of those places where those harder harmonic energies and emotions exist. But Scorpio is also the purity of passion applied. When you love what you're doing and you feel the energy pumping through your veins, you were able to play that sport. You were able to make that art. You were able to cook that food. You were able to dream that dream, heal that build that thing, do whatever it is that you do. And learning how to ground that in a positive way is what Scorpio is all about, in particular in relation to Saturn in their highest harmonic form. So having said that, on October 25th, we have a new moon partial solar eclipse happening in Scorpio. Everyone's like, oh dear goodness, it's the eclipse season again. Yes, my friends. Yes. Yes, we are back at eclipse. And you know, Eclipses come in pairs, and so this eclipse is a conversation with another eclipse that's going to come in November, and that eclipse is coming with a whole bunch of Uranus power. And so from December 25th, really, or December, October 25th, through to uh, November 9th, I feel we're going to experience a major, huge, super big wave of soul-sparking activity and energy and it's going to be ushered in by the new moon partial solar eclipse eclipses are bing moments and we know this and we've discussed it through other eclipses this has been a long-winded podcast so i'll just say this set your intentions for what you would like to apply your passions to set your intentions for what you would like to ground in your life and start to create set your intentions for what it is you're ready to shake loose because just as much as this is about creation, if you're at a destruction phase, that's cool too. Just as long as you're not destroying things around you, if you need to destroy frameworks in your life, go for it because that can be really good during an eclipse. And so if you're breaking down the internal walls, all the power to you. 
on October 28th. Jupiter goes retrograde, and I think that's happening in Pisces. So this is a rethinking of the big Jupiter power we've been feeling all month. I didn't mention it, it at the beginning of this month. Just at the end of September, we had the closest approach of Jupiter to planet Earth that we're going to have in the rest of our lifetime. And so that was really bringing forward the teacher archetype and some healing around that. Um, Jupiter going retrograde is going to help us apply that loving, fatherly, in-depth energy to some of the changes that we're going to experience in November. And it's going to be a really positive complement to that Venus energy. And it's going to help start lifting the weight off of the Venus energy. And, and that's going to be really positive. So on the 29th, oh, Mercury, you're on the move again into Scorpio. And so this is the conversation with the passions. We're going with the conversation. We're going with the journey. And on the 30th, we have Mars entering retrograde in Gemini. And that, my friends, is the planets for this month. Well, if you're still here, my friend, then you have heard some interesting stories already about how the world of energy and the underworld and the other world affect life today. You have also learned a little bit about what there is to look forward to, which is a beautiful and powerful conversation about Mercury and our journey and our path, the ways that we are going to choose to orient our space in the world. This is an opportunity for people to really connect to Pluto and their creative capacity and to ground that in positive correlation with Scorpio in preparation for the eclipse season. Because it's October and the veil is thin this month, this is also a really great month for you to form a positive communication and connection with your soul. This universe, this is all about self-discovery. If you work with me, it's all about self-discovery with safety. This is all about learning about the intercom intercommunications and the interconnections between things we used to think were silo approaches, one thing or the other, this or that. Energy is everywhere. Soul is everywhere. The universe is sentient and we are in a powerful communication with it at all times. Planet Earth is in the apex of a big leap. Again, we're taking another one in the next few months. And so my friends, get ready for it. Get grounded because November and December, we have a lot of powerful planets and this is going to be fun yet intense. The more that we orient ourselves positively towards ourselves and our journeys, the more we take power from within and in it, and the less we feel like we just got slapped by a wave. More from me soon. Your girl, Katie Indy Crow. Thank you.